I'm sorry. I started early. It might drop. Welcome in, everybody. We're, we're here. We're good. Look, I told Landon I'm going to fire this thing right up. We're not going intro. We're not doing nothing. This is just raw emotion. Blow off some steam. I think this is my first. I think this is my initial. I think I'm retired. I think I'm no longer a Tennessee fan. I can't take it anymore. My heart can't take it. I don't want to take my blood pressure right now. Listen, I don't. I don't think Tennessee played a perfect game by any means. Oh, no. I, I think. I think it's fair to sit here and talk about how Tennessee didn't. You know, could have won in other ways other than the final touchdown. But if you are an official. Why are you blowing that? Why are you blowing a goal line play like that dead that early in overtime? And, and I don't. You, I, what I don't understand is how do you give the benefit of the doubt to a team that's faked injuries the entirety of the game? How does an official side with that team? I, I would, especially like the. Freaking pass interference calls. Yeah, some of those are PIs, but all of them? And then they just blatantly miss Cedric Tillman just getting held in the the back of his jersey. That cost that, I mean, Tennessee that, a touchdown. That hold was bad. Was that that was that drive ended up in a touchdown, right? No, that was the field goal. Sorry, that was the yeah. field goal, missed field goal drive. I, I mean, that's a listen, Tennessee wasn't perfect today. We can we can get into everything. I mean, and we are gonna get into that and how they can do better, but I mean it's just it's terrible. I just don't understand how this happens to Tennessee all the time. And maybe I'm not a fan of other teams. I don't watch other teams religiously. Um, when I watch them, I'm not emotional. So maybe it happens throughout the course of the season for other teams. But how does Tennessee get screwed out of forward progress being called dead for a, for a touchdown defensively? And then also reverse of that gets screwed offensively out of a touchdown, not even like a, a just run-of-the-mill play, a touchdown. I just don't understand why you call forward progress dead. You don't call forward progress dead there. Is his knee down? Is his elbow down? Forward progress should never be a call there. Ever. I'm sorry I'm yelling, guys. I just need to emphasize That's, that. Is that, is, that, is that three games we've lost because of that? Two games for forward two, progress, right? Two for forward progress. And, and, and I'm not willing to say we necessarily lost that game because there's a lot left after that Tyler Barron touchdown. But it is a game changer for sure. That game, though, you can directly put the law. I'm not saying Tennessee wins that game because Purdue could go and score, you know, when it, when they need more than a field goal. They could go and score. So I'm not even willing to say Tennessee won, but the referees lost that game. It's abysmal. I That ref should never be able to ref I'm, at the collegiate level ever again. If you have any ounce of pride in what you do as an official, that guy should voluntarily quit. I just don't understand. I'm still like in – I'm in shock. Because, like, after that, it's over. Like, it's – I don't even know why we played that series. It's over. I mean, yes, we can argue Tennessee probably shouldn't be in that position. We probably – we could have scored 80 points on this team. You know, Hendon Hooker, he had a decent game, but just wasn't as accurate down the field as he, you know, was or has been. I mean, that's a, the frustrating part for me, too, is like everyone's going to be like, oh, Tennessee fans complain about the refs. It's why they lost. They're complaining about the refs. This is Tennessee fans. It's like I recognize Tennessee played a bad game. And, it, and if Tennessee goes and, you know, uh, let's say they score seven points there, 
Purdue comes down, they score, they score a touchdown, and then they go for two and win it because I think that's what you should do if you get the ball second. Then it's much more Tennessee just did not execute. And I still don't think Tennessee executed. But when you take away a touchdown in overtime, that's not even close to what he – see, and that's the thing. Everyone, you know, let it go to replay. You don't call forward progress dead there. If you see his knee down or elbow down, you call him down. You do not call forward progress at the one effing inch line ever. Where Where is forward pro- pro- progress? Like, shouldn't forward progress be when you blow the whistle? That should be the end of forward progress, correct? Right. Why is it? Why does the whistle not matter? I, I don't know. Like, why, it like matters ref, every other play. This is the whole debate me and Chad got into about judgment. What's like? What's the judgment? If you get to decide forward progress was dead and you don't have to blow your whistle, then you're not making the call. You're not. You're, you're waiting until after the play to address it, and that's not okay. If you didn't blow your whistle dead, and by all accounts, everyone that's seen the replay said the whistle was blown after the ball was in the end zone, then he did yeah. not blow forward progress down. No. I mean, that's, that's all you had to do. If he blew the whistle, there would not be an argument. But he didn't no. blow the whistle until after he was in the end zone. No. That should be – that's I, the end of the play. When when forward progress is dead, that's when you blow the whistle. It, oh, my God. What a – oh, my gosh. I want to cuss so bad, but I'm not going to. <laughs> I, I've wanted to say the F word a lot. I, I don't think I've said it once. That's good. Um, yeah. We've got a lot of comments in here. Just tell me tell me how you're feeling. Like, just give me maybe like one, one to like five words how you're feeling. I'll read them off. I just want to get – I want to make sure I'm not alone. I don't want to be alone right now. I know Landon's with me, so that's good. That's comforting. Um, I'm just really, really upset at the moment, and I don't want to be a Tennessee fan right now, and it's not even Tennessee's fault necessarily. It's just I feel miserable. Um, I feel truly miserable. And I'm not going to – like, again, like, this is on a little bit of – so I guess we'll kind of get into the actual game. Like, this is on, you know, Heupel and, and you know, the offense a little bit and the defense – you know, the defense too. I feel like the defense kept you in it, and then just, like, the last, what, six minutes was a freaking jailbreak for both teams. Well, it was so inconsistent. It was like the first quarter was just like, bam. Second quarter was just, and then, like you mentioned, that fourth quarter was just balls to the wall. I love it. I've got a couple in here. We've got pissed for, or it sucks from Teresa. Dennis frustrated and upset. Um, Chris said he's as glad we're as mad as him. I know you need someone to be with you. We got a piss from Dylan in here. I mean, everyone's just, I love the anger. I wish we could take calls. Uh, like that, this would be a great time to have it set up. So I apologize for that, guys. Um, haven't even tried it on this new streaming platform. Landon's looking around for a landline. Um, no, I, I just said <laughs> I was just thinking. Like, I went in that corner a second ago, and I was like, "There's a lot." I'm, I'm lucky I didn't put a hole in that wall because I was that mad after that. Happened. Oh, you're looking like Chad over there. It's it's ridiculous. I mean, and, and or I'd have a broken hand. Either one. <laughs> <laughs> you you bunch of stud. Got that? Soul. Yeah, got that strong drywall. <laughs> Um, uh, I, and I mean, yeah, it, but I mean, when you look at it overall, like we, we know Hendon Hooker missed on some chances. Um, we know maybe there were some like, calls that those deep shots at the end, like it felt like get, maybe give your, your kicker a better chance. Um, like I, so some of those calls are questionable and that's on the coaching staff. And then some, some of the shots weren't hit that could have been hit those deep shots. So, I mean, that's on quarterback and, maybe even some a receiver. There's also that holding call you talked about, so back to the referees. But, I mean, when you look at the offensive stat and the offensive output, you can't be terribly upset with the total total game as a whole. 
there's obviously some some things you like to have back. And then and then Tennessee secondary, which is a little, you know, makeshift. Not quite as makeshift as Purdue's, but a little makeshift. And they just they couldn't keep up. Yeah, I was I did I don't know if Jabari Small is injured or what, but I didn't like um right in Jalen Wright in on that fourth down play. I thought Jabari Small has been, you know, running that thing up in between the tackles and running hard. And I, I just think he has a different gear between the tackles than Jalen Wright does. Now Jalen Wright understands yeah. faster in the open field, but I mean Jabari Small is averaging six point nine yards per carry. Are we not? Yeah, I feel like kind of feed the beast mentality there. Yeah. I had a hundred well, and hooker. Tonight. I mean, you're under center. You got big ass Amari Thomas behind you. Just run it up Cooper May's ass and let Amari Thomas push you in the bud into the end zone. I just don't I don't love the call. Again, it should have been a touchdown. I get it, but God, I do love I, so I, frustrated. I I'm sorry. I have to laugh at the irony of Tennessee fans for the last like six years being like go under center, <laughs> like acting like it's a guaranteed touchdown in that situation. Yeah. It's not a guaranteed touchdown. Obviously, the refs can change the outcome of that, apparently. Um, yeah. someone mentioned, I think it was Charles. Is that who it is? I, I didn't say Tennessee's offense didn't produce. I'm not, I'm those words <laughs> they should have produced more. They should have yeah. produced more points. Absolutely. They had opportunities to produce that they didn't capitalize on. I just said they had a lot of yards, a lot of points. It's hard to complain when you look at the whole body of work, but when you look at it was a loss. I mean, we can't sugarcoat that. It goes as a loss on Tennessee's um, column, no matter how it happened. But and the offense could have done more. And when you when you play this style that you don't give your defense a lot of chances, I'm not saying you you should expect to have 40 points scored on you, 40 uh, you know 41 whatever it was before going into overtime. But you can't be 45 45 going into overtime. You can't be. You know, you just can't rely on your defense when you run that kind of offense. So you've got to take – you've got to be more advantageous. And, and Tennessee wasn't at the right time today. Obviously, they produced a lot. Um, Cedric Tillman got over 1,000 yards. I wish we were just celebrating that. I had champagne to pop, but I'm not going to do it in respect to a win and loss. It's – tonight, it, I don't even really want to talk about the game. I just want to be mad at the referees. I want to be mad at our players and our coaching staff later. I'm not – I don't want to do it right now. And so it's hard. It is very hard. I, I don't know if this is PTSD or what it is, but I'm so mad. And it's not even really about the game. It's about one call. I have one reason as to why we lost that game. The devil himself. Tennessee finished with 666 total yards. They didn't give us that last yard. The devil. It wasn't even they they probably did give us a yard. It was an inch. It, like, well, the, <laughs> I think the spot was bad too. That we don't even want to get into that. I think the initial forward progress spot was bad. I'm just, I there's a lot of spots that I was just like, oh, that's also. Can we talk about how crappy that field is? I know it in the end zones. The end zones pissed me off. If oh, you're you host see the ball game, do it right. It's terrible. Yeah, if I'm, if I, I'm I want, never I playing that, in that ball game ever again. It's bad luck, number one. Can we bring back cancel culture one last time for that referee? Get his name. Listen, you're gonna oh, we're gonna Ted Lasso. Name. His name is for the out. this is for the real Ted Lasso fans. If you really follow Ted Lasso, you're gonna have to dig deep in the archives here. I want you to. I want Tennessee fans to go out into the parking lot at Nissan Stadium. I want you to hide, and when that ref comes with his little car, I want you to follow him home. And I'm not saying do anything about it, but tweet it out to the good fans of Tennessee and just let them know. Live. Let them take live. care of. Yeah, live.
it, Dude, it's... I'm sorry, but that's that. I hate doing this. I hate doing this, and my dad would kill me about it because he he hates blaming games on officials. I like to think he would support me in this. I do. I mean, it, it's just a bad. reoccurring thing, and it, like ten, Tennessee can't get the benefit of the doubt when it. It's always a call that screws Tennessee. It's never reverse. I know. I would love to celebrate. Someone, someone said, if I was Purdue, I wouldn't be celebrating. I'd be celebrating. If it happened in Tennessee, I'd be celebrating. I would be going. I would be. I, I mean, that's twice against Purdue. That's true. Winning basketball and winning football. Yeah, they've got a good record with the referees. Um, yeah, I don't. I mean, I know you want to review 2021, and now it just feels so bleak. And I know we we talked about it. You maybe finished a little over the threshold, but like that game, you just, you should have won it. And I said to. <clears throat> to my buddy Adam today, like this just feels like a game you lose because it sh- it should be a game you win. Yeah, absolutely. It, it was kind of like, again, it just sucks being a Tennessee fan. But going into last night against Alabama, shorthanded, you know, it's a dangerous team. And then we probably should have won that game. Yeah. You I felt mean, like you, it was a game that you shouldn't win, so that means you should win. Uh, again, well, I mean, looking at that game before – you go, all right, Tennessee probably – this is going to be a game you just want to kind of be around in and have a chance to win. And they did do that. But yeah. it, at the course, as, as the course of the game went on, you're like, yeah, you should you should have won that game. But I think the most heartbreaking part of this is obviously the loss, but the fact that you were building some momentum heading into the offseason, just needing to get a win. You're hearing, you know, Purdue's down a lot of people. You know, this should be a easy win. Um or a comfortable win at that, and just not a lot of things went your way. And then, you know, you put it in the referee's hand, and you know that how you yeah. know how that works with Tennessee. So, yeah, and that's another thing is like you don't when you talk about you being able to capitalize on some opportunities. That last drive just didn't seem ideal. Why, you know, you you want to? That's why you have to take advantage of of the uh, of these part these inches of the game. Um, if we want to do a real coach speak, because if you put it in the referee's hands, it's, it's not going to turn out the way you want it to, unfortunately. And, yep. and you know, I mean, there's a lot day. of there's a lot of people running wide open, and we just couldn't hit them. Either if it was yeah. overthrown, it was underthrown, it was because somebody hit the arm of Hinton Hooker. You know, there was a lot of that in this game. Um, it just can't happen. You won the turnover battle. You forced three to a job. You hadn't. He hadn't turned yeah. it over in 130 attempts. Yeah, and we only had five picks going into this game. Um, secondary is just – I mean, it, it's pretty atrocious, honestly. I, I know you got three picks somehow, some way. Um, but, but one of those was – You gave up too much. Oh, yeah. 534 passing yards. That's just – you can't have that. Um, you know, and we're a walking defensive pass interference. Which, I mean, we have six. I, I mean, yeah, all those probably aren't correct. But, again, you're putting it in the officials' hands when you grab and, and play, you know, hand-fighting all the way down the field. So, yeah, that's 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 a good point, too. Yeah, I mean, that, and that defensively, Tennessee just – again, I thought they played, they played good for like a brief time in there. They kept Tennessee's offense in it. I think that game could have gotten away if Tennessee's defense didn't have a couple big draws, whether, you know – it got into the red zone or got into Tennessee territory. I thought they they stood strong and there were a couple of good drives there. But when it mattered, kind of like Tennessee's offense, it just like you couldn't really finish it. Yeah, I just felt a 
I don't know. I just felt like we took a step back, and it it sucks. I, I think this again is a meaningless it meaningless bowl game. You win it or you don't. Nothing really matters either way. I think but it's I think it's a I think it's a tight lose lose scenario. Like if, unless you like like Tennessee, if they win tonight, are you like really you know you talked about building momentum? Does it build a ton of momentum? I don't know if you no, win but I, I think game. you keep that momentum that you got with signing yeah. day and you know. But it's more like a relief. It, yeah, if you win tonight the way you did, the way you would have, it would have been a relief. If Tennessee comes <laughs> in, they're up twenty one to seven at one point and kind of runs away with it. That's a that's a huge momentum builder. I mean, like yeah. you talk about, um, but couldn't keep their foot on the gas. O'Connell, credit to O'Connell. The man looks like he couldn't throw a freaking pizza, but he can he can throw a football pretty well. I'll give it to him. Yeah. And, some doms. And, he took and, advantage of, you know, yeah. every time that they switch out a corner, whether it's Haddon or Rucker, they're going at him. Mm-hmm. Um, so props to, to Braum for noticing that, you know, scouting those guys and knowing – the way that they play and the way that Tennessee, you know, has to bring pressure because they just don't get it bringing four. Right. Um, and it turned out the way that it did. It just it just sucks. Tennessee doesn't have it. And in, in my mind, there's not one person on that team that should go into spring practice starting. <laughs> mm. The only one I would God. say would be Theo Jackson, and he's gone. So not right. one person. I mean, it was bad. It was so bad. It was. It wasn't. It was not a pretty game from the. And then, the I mean, secondary. Jeremy Banks played a heck of a game, but and Beasley played pretty well. You know, when it comes to the run, but in pass coverage, they're just everybody's just a liability. Yeah, nothing. Nothing felt like you said. Everyone's a liability. Nothing felt safe. Um, nope. Kamal Haddon's interception. I mean, credit for making the catch, but it. it Better throw and that I mean better throw by just a couple inches and that's a touchdown. Well, you, you or gave it to him all the way best. down the field. Right, right. I'm, I mean I'm I'm worn out from just yelling for a minute, but I feel like I needed to get that out. Thank you all for listening to me yell. Um, I, I really appreciate it. Man, again, like going to that review, it just sucks because you couldn't just put the icing on the cake. I just, just so really, they start. Did they start to review it and then decide that forward progress was called and they couldn't? Because like they ESPN flashed up the review part, like they flashed up like the red review, <laughs> and then I don't I don't know if they actually reviewed it or not. I do know that the official went right up to Josh Heupel and you can yeah, see yeah. his lips and saying forward right. Progress. So I don't know if they started to review it and then they you know defer you know started discussing. Yeah, it I think they did start to review, but they're like, there's nothing to we review. can't. Yeah, which is like. It's done like why even have why even have like I don't if you can't review the important plays, why even have review? Yeah. It, it, I I hate review. I, I'm I'm for like taking it out of the game at this point because I think it causes the same I think you just have problems in other areas. Um maybe outside of like scoring plays. All scoring plays I'm good with being reviewed, even though whatever. But yeah, it's like why can't you re- review the important important ones? Chris said the defense has to start with the line and the linebackers. Um, it just seemed like O'Connell had a clean pocket. It, it did seem like he had a clean pocket all night, and that you know that's another thing. On the, I'll give the secondary a little bit of credit outside of a couple plays. It did feel like they had to defend for a a long amount of time a few yeah. times. Um, now there's some bad ones. The one I'm th- the one I'm thinking of right off the top of my head is that that big 75 yard touchdown pass that he sprints out to the right and it's, it's a busted coverage by your corner and your safety. 
Um, two guys that were not in positions to, in their in the right positions to make plays, um, and, and that I mean <laughs> having one guy busted coverage can create a touchdown. Two guys you can almost just go ahead and put it on the stat sheet. So. Right. Yeah, I'd much rather have a um, pi than a seventy-five yard touchdown, which we gave up. It was just too many big plays. Yeah, you, you can't have that. Um, and fifteen penalties for one hundred twenty-eight yards. You're not going to win very many games with that either. No. And there was a holding call, too, that I think Tennessee ended up scoring on that drive, but was just in a bad, like, why are you why are you doing that there? Why are you tackling the guy off the line of scrimmage? Give your, give your running back a chance. Oh, yeah, that was at the goal line. It was Spraggins. Yeah, it was, yeah. I mean, it wasn't even close. He just tackled him. He tackled him. He tackled yeah. him. Chip him. Give your guy a chance to make a play. I know the guy probably makes a tackle in the backfield, but it's like give your guy a chance to make that play. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm very sad. I'm very sad. I mean, just sad. looking at the. I didn't want to say this either, and, and I, I didn't want to do this, but I thought about texting you last night when Tennessee lost to Alabama and wanted to be like, remember the last time Tennessee played a big basketball game before a game, big game in Nashville? Because <coughs> I do. Kansas and Vanderbilt in 2018. I mean, it's it's tough being a Tennessee fan. These these. These last two days have been pretty freaking miserable. And then, of course, they're showing the North Carolina play. Oh, yeah. Just jinx the shit out of it. God. I just. So well, sad. you know what? What's so like sad. the field, the way that it is, like Tennessee couldn't utilize its speed a whole lot because of they were just falling everywhere. I mean, it was a damn slip and slide, is what we were playing on today. Um, and then you have the fake injury thing, which I know they're probably going to get some rule in place in the offseason, but this whole year has just been nothing but, you know. Yeah, it's happened to more just, teams than just Tennessee, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, but it, it's it's affected Tennessee because they're not able to keep that momentum going. Um, oh, I'm just saying it's a it's a, it's a a league-wide issue. It's not just oh, right. yeah. teams that play Tennessee. Yeah. So, I mean, I, it, it was just – it sucks. All right, so real quick on that, you didn't respond. What are, what you, right now, what are your thoughts on how, how do you penalize it, for lack of a better word? Like, how do you punish teams? Yeah. What, I, what's I, your rule? I think you – they have to go out for the remainder of the series. Yeah, I think then – I think Dylan even said it in our text message. It's like, at that point, you're not necessarily – you can – I think you can claim safety. You can go, if he's hurt, he needs to sit out this amount of plays to be properly evaluated. Yeah, 100%. The entire series, whatever it may be. And if he's faking it, well, that's his punishment then. So we're not even going to go off the basis. You don't have to say, hey, we're not punishing you for faking it. We're taking a safety measure to ensure that you're not, you know, that you're properly evaluated. I don't think yeah. you have to do it as a punishment. Like, you don't have to label it as a punishment. And and some teams will probably still get away with it because it'll be a guy that's, you know, a rotational guy that they'll just have go down. But how, how many of those do you get a drive? How many of those are you willing to give up? For a drive, you don't. Yeah, exactly. You don't get a lot. If he's right. a guy that's in there, that you you know you don't want necessarily to be in there. Well, then the offense should be attacking that guy. Um, let's get some uh, let's get some more people in here. Um, if y'all have any questions, feel free to drop them in the chat. If y'all want to cuss, y'all want to just <laughs> blow off some steam, go ahead and do that too. But uh, rough day. Rough two days. Very rough day. Rough, yeah, rough, rough 24 <laughs> hours. 
Uh, that all happened in a 24 hour span in case you need to be reminded of that. Um, tough, tough, tough day, tough 24 yeah, hours. What, what else fan. makes it worse is you watch South Carolina go and win their bowl game. And then, you know, kind of, I think Tennessee is a way better team than South Carolina, but people are comparing Shane Beamer and Josh Heupel. And they're yeah. like, yo, they were two and eight last year. Oh, we were three and seven. Okay. Like there there wasn't a huge difference between the two. And we beat them by like what, 25? Right. And, and I mean, credit, I mean, like you said, South Carolina won. So credit to them. And we talked about it. Like, not that they looked incredible, more so that, you know, what's uh, North Carolina looked terrible. But I mean, South Carolina looked better than they had all season. Like they, they took, <coughs> they took a step forward today. Um, I don't know. I'm not saying Tennessee took a bunch of steps back. I, I don't believe that, but I don't know if Tennessee took a step forward today. Yeah, you know, I, South I, Carolina on that. I think the offense looked inconsistent, um, and I thought the def- I thought the defense looked pretty. They did get off the field late, and they forced some turnovers. But 627 total yards yep. is. Right, Pretty and we and we we talked about that a little bit with Tim Banks because we were impressed in the first half of the season, and then the second half, the defense just looks remarkably worse and worse. Each, you know, as as the weeks go by, and that's, they don't that's even get enough negative plays. That, that and that's a big thing is like you're going to be on the field short amount of time, you know, often short amount of times, or whatever, however you want to say it. But so you've got to find a way. Like you know, you're probably going to get points scored on you. You have to find ways to make the negative plays. You have to find ways to get get to the quarterback. You have to make the the turnover, force a fumble, get an interception, something to give you some momentum because you're kind of behind the eight ball because of the way your offense plays, and and that that's just the new style. So you have to have kind of that. You have to have a few elite defensive playmakers that that'll go and get the ball. Yeah, and too many tight ends making catches. Tight ends should be making a ton of catches on you. Yeah, linebacker, yeah. safety, whoever is like, linebacker, like. They're a faster offensive lineman, in my opinion. None of those guys from Purdue were, were a Travis Kelsey or yeah. um, George Kittle, even Gronk. You know, they weren't that size. I, I just – too many for me. I was just not impressed with the um, plays by the linebackers. And, I mean, the the whole defense, the, no one got home. Byron Young, right. I think, had a pretty good game, but – they couldn't get a whole lot of pressure on them. No, hundred percent agreed. And um, I don't know how much you want to mention about this game specifically and do our 2021 review, which I thought would be on more of a positive note. Yeah. Maybe um, we wait and do that after this. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So, so you're saying save, still... that, save that for Sunday. That's fine. Let us marinate on this a little bit. Not so emotional. Yeah. Maybe a little bit. Positive, you did get Cedric Tillman to a thousand yards, the first one yeah. since 2012, and Justin Hunter. Um, man. How many times did we punt? We punted six times. Also, Chase McGrath had a leg for that 56 yarder. It was just. Did he have it? Do you think he had enough? I thought maybe it looked like maybe it would have been a little short, maybe crossbar area. Really? You think he? You think he had enough? I'd have to go back and look at it again. It looked like enough. Okay. <coughs> I was doing one of well, these. I'll say, I'll I, was say, like, I'll, I was like, get that yeah. thing over. Well, I'll say this then: um, if we want to criticize just everyone, you, you can't leave that one outside the post. Pull it, hook it. 
give it a chance. It never had a chance. It was never inside the post. Yep. So, listen, and I'm I'm a terrible kicker. <laughs> I would have hooked the shit out of that. I would have hooked it proudly. I said, hey, at least I had a chance at some point. <laughs> it was inside the crossbar <laughs> one day. Also, we couldn't. Uh, we didn't do a lot of hitches and stuff. I don't know if that was due to the field conditions, but just not a lot of short stuff. I, I feel like we tried to go home run, and you know, you hit on yeah. some of those. You know, the first start of the game, but when you're overthrowing them or just kind of inconsistent, I just feel like getting it to Cedric Tillman over there, just letting him pick up six or seven yards on a hitch is good enough for me. Yeah, I, I feel like that kind of goes into you just weren't taking what the defense gave you all the time. You were yeah. trying to make a little bit more out of it. And, and there was people you, wide open. So I get like you gotta you gotta yeah. try to hit those, but man. Well, I mean, at some point when do you go, all right, we're just not hitting on the deep ball. We gotta find some yards though, somewhere in here. Um how do you let for whatever reason just have two hundred their two best rod receivers are I don't out. Know, but it, it kept saying like it sounded like he was saying rock Thompson. Uh, yeah, it's it's B R O C. Yeah, two hundred seventeen yards. I mean, majority was that on that was on Warren Burrell. It wasn't even all. You can't even blame it on Kamal Haddon or true freshman Deshaun Rucker. It was on Warren Burrell has been in this program for. Is, this, is he a junior? No, well, no, he's a sophomore. Is he not? Yeah, he's yeah. a sophomore. Yeah. Uh, Jamie asked the problem with, or said, I guess, and then asked the problem with tempo is successful or not. The defense is on the field for 45 minutes a game. Is this their ceiling until you have quality depth on defense? I mean, depth is obviously an issue. Um, and, and yeah, this, I mean, on, I mean, if you want to be honest about it, this probably is Tennessee ceiling until you, until you add some defensive pieces, depth. And then the big one I just mentioned, like you got to have guys that go and get the ball. Is it an edge rusher that gets to the quarterback often or, or you know, is pressured, pressuring the quarterback often? Is it a, a safety that can get to the ball, break on the ball quickly? Um, is it a, a linebacker that can make plays in, in the passing game and r- running game? Yeah. I mean, it's, I, I don't, depth's important, but you just got to find the playmakers too. It, you, that, it, you can have all the depth in the world, but you're still getting the ball, you know, drove down the field on you. Can you you mention those negative plays? Can you make those negative plays? So it is about depth a little bit, but I think it's more about the guys, quality. It's more about the quality than it is the depth. Yeah, just I mean, not a lot of depth on this team. Um, with the, I think they were on the field for thirty minutes, so about the same kind of even. Um, that, and that's another like. But Tennessee can't yeah. have a lapse like they did in the second quarter. They start off fast. Mm-hmm. I don't think you can give a, a team – when you run the pace that you do, you can't give a team a chance in the for, late in the fourth quarter to make it – because I, your defense is gassed. So, I think right. you got to keep your foot on the gas. You can't have a lapse like you did in, in the second quarter and get outscored by 16 points. And that's Agreed. been an Achilles I mean, heel to Tennessee was, all season. Well, I was about to say, that's that's been Tennessee all, all year. It's been the – Yeah. It's been we were the, cons- um, consistent in that regard. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, the second quarter has been a huge letdown for, for whatever reason. Um, and that's, but going back, I was going to say Purdue is just, Purdue's th- probably thinner than, is thinner than Tennessee at, at every position this game. So it's like, it almost like depth. I don't know how much we can complain about depth this game. Yeah. As much as just, you weren't making the plays. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what 
you know, they're missing some key guys. I don't know what their depth looked like behind those guys, but we – I mean, you saw it corner. Eesh. Yeah. You know, missing uh, – I mean, missing Cade Mays, missing Alante Taylor, those are huge losses to Tennessee. I know David Bell and um, defensive end, I forget his name. But uh, those are all Americans, and I'm sure, you know, that those are huge losses. But it, it just felt like – Purdue attacked Tennessee's losses, and we weren't really able to attack or capitalize on theirs. Other than maybe yeah. not not getting a ton of sacks. You know, we didn't give up, but I don't know if we gave up any sacks. I mean, we didn't have a ton of just negative offensive plays. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, uh, it looks like we, we have one. We had that strip sack. Yeah, that was what it was, that strip sack. That was the only one, wasn't it? <laughs> well, what's terrible about that is you called timeouts to get the ball back, and then you give it right back. <laughs> God, I know. You, you love the aggressive play call, and then it work, works against you, and you're like, what the right. are we doing? Yep. But you can't – I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty. You shouldn't have had the strip sack, so it, it's you can't blame the strip sack on those timeouts. Oh, God, this is – I just hate thinking about it. I hate thinking about it. I don't really want to move on because I know we got to talk about basketball. Do we have to talk about basketball? Can we do that? Can we just get it over with? <laughs> yeah. Let's go ahead and get to it. Um, guys, y'all got any questions? Draw them in or, the chat. Or just tell us how you think about the game. I'm, I'm fine with everybody being mad. Just keep going. Keep you riding off mad. your thoughts. Keep riding them off. You're not a true fan if you're not mad about that crap. Right. Oh, I mean. And, and it I doesn't matter it. if it's in a meaningless bowl game. You should be yeah. furious. I don't know if I read it off. There was a South Carolina a guy that said he's a South Carolina fan. I have no way to check that. Um, it was like, yeah, I'm a South Carolina fan, and I'm, I'm pissed off. That was stupid. I mean, that, I feel like college football fans should be mad about that rule. Like, that was just a terrible – like, if that happens tomorrow night, I mean, God. What happens? I mean, there's going to be – there should be riots in the street if that happens on a freaking uh, semifinal. Yeah, I mean – Officials just can't decide games. Like, just let it play out. You have review to catch yourself after the fact. You can't just, like, say – I mean, can you just say every play is forward progress? You can because you don't have to blow a whistle. Somebody somebody tweeted that. Um, some national media guy was like, forward progress doesn't need a whistle to be stopped. And I'm like, but, but – I mean – I don't know. It's like, but then like every play, get it. like you could blow right. every play dead before whistle. And it's like if we want to get into again, football's a game of inches. Football's a game of inches. Listen, to Al Pacino, football like life is a game of inches. If you go and watch the video, because I'm watching it right now, he never stops moving forward, and he's not moving significantly forward, but he's inching forward the entire time. He's technically mm-hmm. never stopped. Yeah. So if, if football like life is a game of inches, what I mean again? Did I, he I just, just see Princeton Fant trying to drag him and just like, oh, got it? I guess got to stop that. I, I was worried because that rules changed a couple times. Yeah, now now you can't, you can't drag them. You didn't used to be able to. You could only push them forward, right? Right. Yeah. And then it's been changed where you can now drag them. I was like, dang it, that rule is going to come back and bite us. Nope. Sure enough, it was the one that worked against us earlier this year. So. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Ridiculous. 
<sighs> basketball. Basketball. Tennessee. At least with this Chandler one, we can and... say we're shorthanded. <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, Tennessee shorthanded against Alabama on Wednesday night with missing. Uh, I mean, a guy that's probably gonna, you know, has a he's gonna throw his name in the hat. I'd think for just SEC Player of the Year, but Freshman of the Year in Kennedy Chandler. I mean, he's looked really good just about every night that he showed up. And then missing John Fulgerson. I, I don't. I'm not gonna sit here and argue whether he's the best player because I don't necessarily believe that, but. He is one of Tennessee's most important pieces. I mean, you go and see how when he scores, what Tennessee does to a top-ranked opponent. I mean, that if he's not he is a, if he's not your best player, he's your second best. He's your second best player, hundred percent. He was your best player I, on the floor when you beat number six Arizona. Yeah, he's been named all first team All SEC. He is your he should be your second best player. Now, does he play like it every single night? Probably not, but he is your second best player or first. Right. I would agree with that. Um, but, yeah, definitely one of your kind of key pieces, and, and you see that in his, um, his game on Wednesday night, whenever that was. And then he's out this Wednesday. Um, Kumwa, I thought – I mean, I, I thought he shot some questionable shots, but all in all, I'll, I'll say this because I, I think Tennessee, especially late in the game, I feel like they got – you know, out rebounded, especially on the offensive end. But one thing I, I I will say I like I liked about Tennessee's rebounding ability. They didn't necessarily always beat guys to the ball. Um, but what I thought they did a really good job of and Uro specifically, they were finally just getting bodies on bodies. And that's big in the rebounding game. I feel like those some of those games we weren't touching anybody and getting out rebounded. We put bodies on bodies. We gave ourselves a chance. You did have you know several defensive rebounds you get out-rebounded, gave up some offensive rebounds. You got some offensive rebounds. I That's one thing if I look at this roster um, you know, on Wednesday night and we're kind of looking away from the wins and losses at, the, at this very moment, I was impressed with Tennessee's just grit, if you want to call it that, down low and down in the paint. Yeah, I thought they played well. I thought Uros played the best game of his career um, the other night. Now, did he do everything you want him to do? Probably not, but the fact that he was drawing fouls, he was getting offensive rebounds, he had a couple points, um, he made he made his presence felt against Alabama. Um, right. And I don't know if I can say that uh, in a ton of games he's played. But, yeah, he, he yeah. was definitely somebody that they had to, to look out for. Um, just his size in general probably threw them off a little bit. They don't have a ton of size anyway. And just being, you know – just having some girth, you know, they're Bedacco or Bediaco. Yeah, you, said. It's true you got it. Something like that. Um, yeah. <laughs> he was uncomfortable with Urosh in the game. Um, and I think that was huge. Again, I kind of had issues with personnel in this game. Yeah, there were some weird personnel choices. The, I mean, I, I know Rick Barnes said after the game, Justin Powell had some defensive lapses, but I mean, Really, I mean, really? a lot of people do. <laughs> I just, yeah, I, I don't know. If, like, I'm, I'm trying to think of one defensive lapse where I'm like, yeah, he shouldn't be in the ball game anymore. Um, and, and I, it was, I haven't been able to rack that. I don't know if someone kind of identified that or not. Um, since Rick Barnes said it, but I'm with you. It's like, did he do anything that I thought should have kept him off the court, especially in the final two steals? Two Bailey didn't have any, so I. That, yeah. that, yeah, that just didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. I, I feel like you'd want your dead-eye shooter um, in the game at that point, a guy that can knock down free throws, um, you know, can shoot it from deep. 
it just was very questionable to me. To, I mean, you play to win, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, I think you do. I mean, that's a reason you don't put somebody in the game to get them more playing time. Like, you're trying to win at that point. It, it's, screw that. It doesn't matter. Yeah, and then, and then, I mean, Victor Bailey Jr., who's just not been incredibly consistent, gets that shot that you think maybe, you know, Justin Powell gets, and that makes it sting even a little bit more. And, and I mean, we need to talk about it. We're talking about this. <coughs> we have to talk about the man, Zakai Ziegler, just creating havoc on both ends of the floor. At Can he they not get some help back? with the officials? I know he's a pest, but he's 5'8". Can we not help him out a little bit? We don't have to call every single thing that there's contact for. Right. And he gets abused in the lane and nothing's called. That's a that's a problem with being little. A lot of people think it helps you because, you know, the refs see you get bumped around, but a lot of times the refs will attribute you being bumped around to your size. Um, yeah. And sometimes that's not always the case. It gets to go a little let's, bit. Um, I mean, let, yeah, they, haven't, they haven't listed at 5'9". Let's that, reward somebody right. who deserves it. How about that? Yeah. But, I mean, him, him coming in and having to be the guy uh, today or yesterday with Kennedy Chandler out mm-hmm. and – Kind of, and you know, twenty-seven minutes and tough twenty-seven minutes. Played with four fouls for a lot of the second half and overtime, and then all of overtime. Um, the dude, I mean, the dude proved he's a he's a hooper. He's going to be a key piece, even when I mean he has been this year, even with Kenny Chandler in you know they are playing. Um, God, I mean, he's and the good news about him, that's a four-year guy. Oh yeah, I mean, last night that was that's going to be your the core of your team next year. Yeah. You know, you'll probably have some transfers. You'll have B.J. Edwards as well. But that's, you know, that's what this team is going to look like without Kenny that's Chandler yeah. and John Fulkerson. That's a good point. That's a good point. And, and there's definitely still a lot of questions. The big one, I'm, you know, and it's hard to kind of knock him because he had 15 points. You know, you look at the body of work. Someone's already gotten on to me saying the offense couldn't produce. But Kumwa putting up some questionable shots. Some <clears throat> if, if you're shooting 15-footers, unless you're just a lights-out dude, Teams are going to be very, very happy and content giving you 10 to 15 footers. Um, I mean, those aren't high percentage shots. Apparently, I don't know who the commentators were. They kept saying they weren't analytical, but kept bringing Jimmy up Jimmy analytics. Dykes. I was like, was that Jimmy Dykes that kept saying that? He's like, Jimmy I, I'm Dykes not, was I, one of them. I don't know if he was the one that okay. was saying that. One of them was like, I'm not analytical, but analytics say that's not a, uh, a high statistical shot. And I'm like, well, that, that's analytics. Like, you, if you're quoting that, you like analytics. You're using that to your advantage. But I, I mean, it's not. That's just the the fact of the matter. And I think I think Kumash has got to be a little bit more efficient. But overall, I do think he played a good game. Um, so I'm not really harping on him or anything. I'm just saying you, you need more. You talked about it being the core for next year. Even with Fulgerson in, you need more from Kumwa. Um I thought you could have used more from Brandon Hunley Hatfield. Yeah. I thought he played well in the first half. I don't know why he just kind of disappeared in the second half. Um, when you needed somebody to to bang around, get some baskets. I mean, Kumal was 6 for 17, and Uros was 0 for 3 from the floor. So, having a guy like Brandon Hunley Hatfield, who has that nice touch, can, you know, <clears throat> make some shots, uses athleticism around the basket. I just don't understand why he wasn't in more. Maybe it was lack of defense. I have I have no clue. No right. clue whatsoever. Um, yeah, just difficult game. Tennessee didn't shoot well, 22 of 63 from the floor, 34.9%. You're not going to win very many games shooting like that. 
Um, 24% from three. We shot a little better than Alabama, but that's a team that's going to continue to to shoot their way out of it. Um, and they finally hit a couple late in the game. It was just couldn't find a basket late. Um, you know, I don't know if that had to do with foul trouble. I wasn't a big fan of us playing man. And I know why we were doing it, because Quinter Lee was going to the basket, drawing a ton of fouls. Um, so they wanted to keep guys like Zakai Ziegler in the game. And and Vescovi in the game, but when Quinterly went out because he got his fourth foul, we should have went right back to man, because no one else on their team was driving. So I don't understand why we were sticking with zone, and they got a corner three and, and drilled it. Um, I don't know if that was to go up or tie, but I just again there was some personnel, there's some things that just kind of were head scratching to me. I was. Caleb, I was talking about when Quint, when Quinterly went yeah, out yeah. of the game. I got you. Okay. Cool. Oh, I can hear. Don't worry. I got the backstage mics. Okay. Nice. Nice. Don't nice. worry. Don't worry about me. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I I agree with that. And I thought Tennessee did a good job of forcing um, Quinterly to the bench. And it, but it, like you said, it's like take advantage when he's there. And it felt like yeah. nothing really changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean they started hitting some bat. They hit some some threes. One from the corner. Um, they hit one from. You know the the wing. God, they were and, they were zero for eleven in the second half until that yeah twelve three. It was going to happen though. Like mm-hmm. I mean, a team like that is that prides herself on shooting the basketball. They're going to continue to shoot. So you got to capitalize. Having yeah. Josiah Jordan yeah. James go one for seven from three, one for eight from the floor. Again, I cannot stand that. If you're that bad at shooting threes, don't go inside. Him. Yeah, don't shoot him. You're he's too damn big to be staying out at the three-point line. And Alabama has no size, so he has no excuse. I don't understand right. that. Use your body, man. I mean, this is what he, this is fourth year. Like, it's time to be a little bit more. I need I more from him. I need more from Kumwa. I, I, he had 15 points, nine rebounds. Good. That's fine. I need more from Josiah Jordan-James. He's a leader on this in this team, um, in this program. Three points, one for eight, one for seven from three. That's just not going to cut it. No. When you have two of your leading scorers out. Yeah, and and hopefully you don't run into a situation like that again. Um, But, I mean, you still – you know, when those pieces aren't in there, like Fulkerson and Kennedy aren't aren't playing 40 minutes a game. Um, So (laughs) it would have been a nice night to kind of figure out what does your production look like when those guys aren't in the game, what, what are your rotations look like when those guys aren't in the game? And it's, it's, it's like, well, you're still way better off. Like you got to find one of them on the floor at all times, pretty much is what you kind of decided from that game until another guy steps up in a big way. He's shooting 27% <laughs> from three or from the field. 27%. Josiah. Yeah. 22% from three, 20. I mean, he's just shooting way too many threes and he's not a good three point shooter anyway. Oh. Yeah, just another – God, being a Tennessee fan's tough. Really tough. It's miserable. Miserable, I tell you. And, yeah, I mean, again, credit – and like I said, if you look at the the start of this, you know, when, before tip-off, before you Tennessee, see Tennessee get out to a good start, you're just going, make this a game that you're in. Um 
you know, be around, give yourself a chance, and you did that. So it's it's hard to just I feel like I'm just mo you know, bitching and moaning, and, and I'm not trying to do that. It's just God, we would have been good to win that one. Great yeah. start to the SEC season without two of your best players. Because I mean, you're starting five. So. I think that um, you know, I know the overtime rules are weird, but I think it. I think Tennessee wins that pretty easily if they score out right there. I, I trust Tennessee's offense to go get 25 yards, and I do Purdue's offense to get 25 yards. Now, if we're going 75, it might be, you know, debatable. But in that, I trust Tennessee to get, you know, 25 yards in in a short field than I would Purdue. Yeah. It just sucks. It sucks. God, both those games sucked. Back into depression. I'm miserable. And then football's over. I mean, that's another thing that sucks. Now it's done. Yeah, at least we get to watch, like enjoy football tomorrow, and and um, I mean, end uh, I guess Sunday's the last game with you know not caring in, anymore. That's good. You just get to enjoy it. You, yep. you don't have a dog in the fight. Other than I am cheering against Alabama and Georgia. Yeah, screw that. I, I would hate for Michigan to win uh, a championship, but if it and Georgia and Alabama don't win it, I'm in. Count me in. Sign me up. How and, bad and t- is Auburn? I don't get it. I don't get it. And Bo Nix isn't even playing, and they're still having the Heisman versus non-Heisman. Like, it's crazy. They threw the ball 37 times in that game. With They have one of the best running backs in the country who is averaging like seven yards a carry. And he's not transferring now. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what in the – I mean, Brian Harson has done a pretty shit job. Yeah. I know they got some recruits and probably some recruits that Tennessee wanted, but good lord! Oh, I need to get off Twitter. I'm looking at like people saying like you shouldn't blame the whole game. You shouldn't blame the whole game on the referees, but the fact is they took away a touchdown in overtime. And if you don't see like if you can't recognize that, then I mean, I, I'm I'm sorry. I feel like you're because again, I don't. Even, it doesn't guarantee Tennessee wins that game, but they mm-hmm. they made. Tennessee lose that game. They yeah. finished the job off, not Purdue. Not Purdue. The refs finished the job off. Tennessee and Purdue did not win that game. Neither team deserved to win. That was an abysmal performance by both. Just why? Just why? I'm so mad. I, I hate the Tennessee fans too that are like, I mean, we gotta be, you know, we gotta be frustrated with our own performance, but it's like We also lost like thirty players to the transfer. The ref's pool. job isn't to decide the game, the outcome of the game, and they did. They've affected it. Like that's the bottom line, and it's um, it's so frustrating. Like I, I just the the ref should not be happy when he sits down and evaluates how he performed because of that play. Oh yeah. Like, you know, you talk about all these people, uh, the refs love the game, the refs love the game, they they just want to call it fair and see both sides. Well, then that ref, if he legitimately believed that, he would look at that play and go, yeah, I made the wrong call and I cost Tennessee that, you know, I for, I caused Tennessee to lose that game. That's just that, – that's – there's no other way to slice it. Like, that. that's it. It's ridiculous. I'm very mad. 
and I'm just getting madder. Bowl picks? What other games do we have even to pick? I... Yeah, who gives a rat's ass? I guess we got to pick the college football playoff. But I hate that I have to pick it because, I mean, I assume we're going to have very similar picks. Um, um, who do we have left? Michigan, is it Michigan State and who's playing right now? Pittsburgh. Michigan State and Pitt? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fun. Oh, Mississippi State looked terrible, too. Forgot about that. They did look awful. <clears throat> I feel like they were, I feel like the officiating that game, something happened, too, wasn't it? It was very poor. Mm, I don't know. It, it didn't affect the outcome. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, Wisconsin, Arizona State play later. You want to pick that game real quick? Yeah, I got Wisconsin. I just think their defense is elite. I think they'll be able to run the ball. I think Arizona State had some people out as well. Actually, I'm just going to go bet on that game. So I'm just <laughs> mad and I just want to lose money. So I like it. I like it. Um, no, I'm with you. I want to pick Arizona State, but can't. Can't. Um, we don't get to pick the Barstool game. That's sad. Uh, Wake Forest and Rutgers. Wake Forest. That line is crazy. I, I mean, I guess it can't be higher than 16. I guess that's probably like what it maxes out at for a game like that. But let's be honest, that's Wake to cover, right? <laughs> you would. I don't think Sam Hartman's playing though, is he? Oh, is he not? Okay. I don't know. I don't know. The opt out kind of sucks. I mean, I, I, I mean, I've always said I'm not a fan of it. I understand why some guys do it. Yeah. But I'm not a fan of just like opting out to prepare for the draft. I'm not a fan of that. Yeah, like Sam Howell, or he didn't have to play or for today. the right, or for the portal. Yeah, like I, I'm not a not a fan of that. So um, finish what you started in that sense. Again, I understand there's some other issues that may come up, and those are obviously understandable. So um, the I like that this game's happening. I mean, you can say whether they should have gone to the Sun Bowl or the Barstool Bowl. They made the right choice. It's a larger payout. Um, Washington State and Central Michigan. Mm. I'm going to go Washington State. I'm, I'm taking Washington State <clears throat> in that game, too. I, mean, I think it's just a – I hope Central Michigan wins. That would be a cool story. Does this not kind of feel like – and that we've got – we're going to do history of Tennessee football, and that will kind of be the history of college football, too, um, in the offseason when baseball's over and all that. So it'll be fun. This feels like I, – I obviously, logistics couldn't work out, but doesn't it feel like just like – rec league football like oh this team can't show up today but we have another team on standby if y'all want to play them I love <coughs> like byu going to coastal last year in a week also ucla that's pretty shitty so they canceled an hour before right like yeah memphis yeah yeah for sure for sure i mean that's dog crap where was that game at uh, what was UCLA in? Trying it wasn't to... against Memphis. It was against uh, NC State. No, it was against – yes. Uh, it was in San Diego. San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl. So they had, they flew all the way across the – I knew it was like – they were talking about how many people had to fly across the country. I mean, that's, that's just sick. Yeah. I mean, very similar. Memphis got to taste their own medicine a little bit. Um, I don't know what the football team, but athletic department – that you're out in Hawaii and that was canceled more than, you know, the day of the game, but you got to think about the trip. It's, it's more than a day trip. It's right. uh, so it kind of sucks too. At least you're in Hawaii in that sense, but 
yeah, that's uh, that's tough. Let's let's get to the college football playoff here. Let's Cincinnati, Alabama, Georgia, Michigan. Who's your final four or final two? Excuse me, of the final four. And then let's go ahead and I know we'll we'll talk about it. But I want to hear today who's your champion. As you know, today we'll reevaluate after we see all four teams play. It may not change your opinion. It may. Who's your final two? Who wins it all? Uh, my final two is I think it's got to be Alabama and Georgia. Mm-hmm. I, I don't trust Georgia, but I also don't trust Michigan either. Um, and I think Michigan wants to run the ball a lot, and I just think that feeds into what Georgia wants them to do. That's true. That I mean, Georgia's prepared for their defense to be on the field for long amounts of time, and their offense won't be off. Their offense won't put them back on the field um, after a short break. So yeah, it doesn't. It won't bother them one bit. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, I like I like Georgia and Alabama too, and I don't see Georgia getting the best of Alabama. I don't see nah, that happening. I've got I've got Alabama winning it. Yeah, unfortunately, I hate that. I hate that. Do you think Alabama covers thirteen and a half against Cincinnati? Yes, I think so too. I hope so. I think I'm gonna win. I think, I'm gonna win some money if they do. I think Cincinnati, and I'm not saying Georgia, and Michigan, you know, couldn't cover two scores, but I think Cincinnati should have hoped for. <coughs> Either a Georgia or Michigan matchup, matchup to to start it, that I think that gives them a, a better chance. Um, mm-hmm. Not that I think they necessarily win. Um, I'd, I'd still take either of those teams to win, but I think it gave them a lot better chance than playing someone like Alabama, someone who's got Nick Saban on their sideline, um, guys that have won championships before and knows what it takes. They're not going to slip up. Yeah. What about the tickets to Tennessee's game? What was the lowest ticket at? Like. Sixty dollars, something like that. It was at twenty five dollars at one point. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, when they first like, I mean, I guess they went down, but they were up. It was like yeah, we fifty or sixty dollars, right? The first day or they were released. Yeah, they were okay. they were very expensive. They they hit the secondary market, um, and some of those upper level tickets. Like you could get into the stadium. Remember, I sent that last week. You could get in for twenty five bucks. So. The national or the college football playoff between Alabama and Cincinnati, the lowest ticket's seventy-two dollars. Alabama fans are liking that. Yeah. Compared to Georgia and Michigan's one hundred and seventy-nine. They get to go to that credit union cash that check. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Let's uh, let's run through a couple Saturday games, uh, Sunday games, or oh, there's no Sunday. Sorry, that's NFL Monday and Tuesday. But I think Monday's got canceled. Yeah, I think it's just Saturday. Saturday and Tuesday. Yeah. Um, so we'll run through Saturday, pick these games real quick. Penn State, Arkansas. I like Arkansas. I don't know if that's just SEC bias. I just I think Sam Pittman is a good coach. And is what's his name? Penn State. KJ. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. If he's not, if he's not, I'm taking Penn State. If he is, I'm taking Arkansas. Can I put that on you? <coughs> Can that be my official pick? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Uh, Oklahoma State Notre Dame. Mm. I like Notre Dame. I like Notre Dame too, but I do want Oklahoma State to win. I want Oklahoma State yeah. to like, because like, I get that bowls are quote unquote meaningless, but I think there are a lot of teams that like you want to go out and finish the the. Se- I think every team is like we want to go out and finish the season on a high note. No matter what players say, I think you have some guys opting out. I would love Oklahoma State to be like, we were one inch away from the freaking college ball playoff. We should be there. Go out and whoop Notre Dame and like b- prove that bowl games aren't meaningless, I guess. Yeah, sure. I'd love to see it. Uh, um, Iowa, Kentucky. 
Oh, sorry, I Kentucky. Great, I just right? think I don't think Iowa's very good. They're terrible offensively. I know yeah. they got a good defense, but I just think Kentucky makes enough plays to win that game. What's I'm taking Kentucky. I don't. I don't think they have any opt outs that are significant. Um, I think Kentucky's a good football team, and I think this is definitely Kentucky's got to be a team that wants to finish, like really want to finish the season that had some, you know, letdowns in it to take it to a team, a ten and three team in Iowa. Like that, that's got to be something. So I, yeah. I like Kentucky too, and they're favored. Makes it easy. Utah, Ohio State in the Rose Bowl. I'm taking Ohio State. Too much firepower for Utah. Yeah, I think so too. Um, I like Utah. Um, you know, they've whooped the crap out of Oregon. They played them like twice in the last month. Um, but yeah, I, I'm with you. I think Ohio State just has too many. But some of them have opted out. So does that make it different? It, I mean, it's certainly good. That that could be a, that could be enough to like. I think some of those opt outs. I'd have to see exactly who it is. But I know uh, Chris Olave is one of them. I was about to say, and, and so that certainly I think moves a needle. Is it enough to swing it in Utah's direction? I don't know about that. Yeah. Um, and then Baylor and Miss uh, Ole Miss. I got Ole Miss. If Matt Corral gonna, plays. That that's a good point too. It's a good point too. I, I, think I just Corral, think I they, think Matt Corral's doing everything he can to play. I'll say that. So I think there's a good chance he plays. <clears throat> I just don't really. I took him in a teaser, like one of those big teasers, because it was like a pick 'em game, and so they just have to cover 14 points. Whether so I think they do that, um, I think it'll be a good game though. But I, I do like I like Ole Miss. Yeah, they finally get some time to get healthy. They were kind of just limping to the end of the season, but uh, they kept winning football games and games they maybe shouldn't have won. Yeah, I agreed. Um, and I, I mean, I, I, I'm with you. I think Baylor's. Really, oh, I, I think Baylor stands a really good chance. They're obviously good. I haven't watched much of Baylor this year, but I mean, to win the games they've won, um, they've been the games they lost were a score. Um, but I, I, I've got to take Ole Miss. Yeah, got to take Ole Miss. Uh, and then we'll get the last game on Sunday. But let's go ahead and jump to some segments. Um, or do we have any questions before that? I don't. I don't think we have any questions. Besides, does Jay Graham coach at ETSU? That is a question that I need answered. <laughs> um, most important of the week. Or what's trending, right? Oh, I'm sorry. What's trending? What's trending? It is a weird week. Yeah, I've, got throw, I've gotten thrown off. Um, which, what's trending? It's kind of one of the COVID. Ones. COVID's trending. COVID is definitely trending. Um, Tobias Harris getting his first triple-double in the NBA. 19 points, 12 rebounds, 10 assists. To be a fail. Love to see it. Love to see it. Um, well, I'm a little thrown off. So, let me uh, – I'll go my first one. Um, oh, I already went COVID. Uh, so this kind of parlays off of that. Nick Saban, um, he said, so I guess like a bunch of the college ball playoff players, like teams that are in it, have been like, hey, we're not. We're going to practice. We're going to a hotel, and that's it. Like We're yeah. not getting COVID and costing us this. And Nick Saban said, um, he, Nick Saban, re- this is a quote from Charlie Potter. 
Nick Saban reiterates, players voted not to leave the team hotel. You're not going to remember what you did on Tuesday night in Dallas three months from now, three weeks from now, or three years from now. But you'll remember for the rest of your life what happened in this game. I texted my brothers, and I was like, that's going to be the newest, like, that's going to be the next football movie that comes out. It's going to have, like, a COVID bit in there where it's like, all those partying with girls doesn't matter. It's about this right here. Like, this is what we remember. And that, that's yeah. the next fire up speech. It's like, we don't go out. We make sacrifices for this team and your brothers. Starring Kevin James. Yeah, I can hear. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm kind of excited. I'm interested to see it. Listen, Kevin James pulls off. Here comes the boom. It was one of it's a it's one of those terrible great movies of all time. It's awesome. I love terrible, Kevin great. James. That's a great. That's a great. You know, there's a lot of terrible great movies. That movie, Wedding Singer. Wedding Singer is one of the worst movies of all time. But I laugh my ass off every time at it. Like it's a it, it's hilarious. What's another movie like that? Terrible great. Um, I gotta think. I have a lot of good terrible great movies that I like. I I feel like a lot of people hate on Mr. Deeds. I think Mr. Deeds is a good movie, but I'll I'll give it that label if if people want to because it is, is Billy Madison. One of those. I think Billy Madison's a great. <coughs> I think it's okay. Great. Yeah, yeah, I guess I'm like. Oh, man. I mean, the Napoleon Dynamite's terrible, but it's also but hilarious. <laughs> it hilarious. I feel like Superbad really toes that line. Like, it's okay. so funny that it gets it, 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 it almost gets it. It's, but like, that movie's not great. <laughs> what about role models? <sighs> yeah, I feel like it could fit in there. Okay. It, it, I feel like it's only comedy. Like, only comedies can be the terrible great. People might label heavyweights but that's one of the funniest movies of all time so heavyweights is probably labeled as a terrible movie but it's but, funny it's hilarious great yeah yeah um where are we at oh what's trending stupidity do you have any more what's trending my dad just texted me and said wow he went to the game your dad went to the game yeah did he drag your mom along with him no he went with uh steve wolfenberger okay gotcha um, I got the uh, Gatorade baths after the game. Do you like the doing something else, like the Duke Mayo Bowl doing mayonnaise on somebody? It's that that's how it should be. If bowl games, if you want to be relevant, you got to be creative. Cheese it makes sense to dump cheese it's on them. Mayo makes sense to dump mayo on them. The potato bowl has French fries. I mean, come on, people. What was what was the Music City Bowl? What are they? It's the it used to be the Lending Tree. It's the Trans Trans Perfect. Trans Perfect. That's it. And it's I think it's like a business solution. I don't know what you could do for that. So maybe just like wear bachelor. I, I saw this on Twitter. Maybe wear bachelorette. That, yeah, there you go. That would be fantastic. That's great. I love it. Um, Nashville Perfect. Did you hear what Mac Brown said about if they won, if he would take a mayonnaise bath <laughs> no. he said if we won a game i'd let someone hit me in the face with a frying pan i don't care <laughs> i feel like you die mac brown a lot yeah. of us die we're really old yeah. so imagine also, somebody just get drilled with a frying pan after so did, she, did shane game. beamer did, did shane beamer do it yeah he did it it was after the trophy ceremony oh that's terrible so he actually got a gatorade bath but then they like no. poured Mayonnaise, no, not like that. Not for that. I don't like that. Yeah, at you all. wear that mayonnaise with pride. 
But I was gonna question how do you like do they have to when they dump it on do they have to spoon it out like mayonnaise or like it was you know, you it was like, a, like it, was, it was like a <sighs> they had to mix a lot it was of more water li- yeah it was it was yeah it was definitely watered down which might be worse than just regular mayo <laughs> yeah I feel like that just <laughs> like I would rather just get the thick mayo on <laughs> yeah, you're than... <laughs> just stuck <laughs> you're bathing in mayo <laughs> it's freaking wet. They uh they should have just done ranch. Mayo makes ranch. I, I would love a ranch bath. I'll say that. <laughs> Give me like that's it. disgusting. They didn't even let players do it. Oh god, they hit him in the head too with the jug. That's awesome. <laughs> Not only do you get drowned in mayo, well, they, were, they were trying you get a to concussion really, on top. Yeah, of they it. were trying to like get it out of there and just smack him on the head. It's thick. It's not as wet as I thought it would be. So impressive work by Duke's Mayo. Um, very impressive work. Yeah, no, I'm all for those. I think they're great. Are there any other creative ones? I mentioned Cheez-It, Ido Potato, Duke's Mayo. Does anybody <laughs> else do? I feel like any... the potato one would hurt. It's just French fries, baby. Oh, okay. It's not an actual potato. Like I, I just feel no. like it's a sack of potatoes they just dump on you. <laughs> no, it's a, it's those uh those good Idaho five guys fries. Oh, nice. Yeah. Thick fry, thick cut. I love it. I don't have any more what's trending. Stupidity? Stupidity. Um, I've got anyone that compared that said John Madden um was the reason that like people are okay with football being a deadly sport. Is that real? Like that girl that tweeted, like everyone eulogizing Madden, how many concussions could he have prevented had he not turned brain injuries into a video game? And then that's the reason I want to get on this too is because the response that I can't imagine there will ever be a more perfect use for this meme. And it's the clown post meme. Like it's the clown post play on Madden. (laughs) Excellent use. But like, I don't know. What did you, what a stupid opinion. What an incredibly stupid opinion. That's a cold take. It's just, it's one of the dumbest takes I've ever heard. And (laughs) I don't know. It's just, it's, it's, it's very truly fascinating. I, Oh, another thing. History of when we get into, you know, our, our second time I mentioned this tonight, um, I'm excited to do it, but I've been doing already kind of started my research. Football literally started as a game. Like it's progressed greatly, surprisingly. Yep. Like they would literally just try to kill each other. It was essentially like 25 guys or something like that run at each other and just maul each other. <laughs> like the, the, I think it was the Yale. Mosh pit. Yes. Like <laughs> Yale was like, we can't play this game anymore. Too many people get injured. And like then like Teddy Roosevelt threat like it, it's pretty cool. Teddy Roosevelt threatened to say like cancel it, no college football, it's illegal, unless they made like rules that allowed. So like guys, football started way worse than you all think it is. Can they fix CTE? Sure. Are video games responsible for that? No, you idiots. Also, like John Madden, like he didn't just do video games. Yeah. Also. It, also, his name's on the like. I don't know. It's so dumb. Everything about it. I just people piss me off. Truly. truly. Yeah. Um. Mine is Danny Cannell. Dude, he just sucks at life in general. <laughs> um. He said, "If this year has taught us anything, it's this: forty-two bowl games is too many. It's not even a debate at this point." I mean, I, I would. Mean, agree I for one love college football. So yeah. I, I was about to say, I'd agree with that. The bowl games are too many, but those should just be FBS 
non-power five playoff games in place of that. And then bowl games. Yeah. Like that's, so I don't agree with the take that less football, same amount of football or football if possible, but set up completely different. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't like how like only certain teams can play it. I just feel like it would benefit. It would be more beneficial or more fun to, yeah, maybe do it by region, but like, Tennessee, if they're not in the college football playoff, they can only go to like what four bowl games. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's much Dude, harder. I'd like yeah. to play in the Rose Bowl. It'd be cool. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I think yeah, I think it get away from like the automatic qualifiers, at least like by conference. Right. Like if you want to do it by ranking, totally different story. But at least by conference. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, now I have, I have one more stupidity. And it's Jessica Calarco. I don't know. Um, <laughs> she said, seven-year-old. It's not fair that you and daddy got to have a coronavirus-free childhood. Most of the years of my life that I can remember were coronavirus years. And I'm scared that the rest of my life will be a coronavirus life, too. A seven-year-old said that. Yeah, I'm sure the seven-year-old articulated it that well, too. Yeah. <laughs> Coronavirus-free. I don't know about you, but when I was seven years old, I was never saying a word that big unless it was super califragilistic <laughs> expialidocious because it was in a song. I love those tweets. I'm going to start Somebody said those, crazy. Like, what, what I think my dog would do. Or Somebody said crazy. My four month old said yesterday, Do you think God abandoned us because he too fears what he created? <laughs> oh my God. Oh, I'm, I'm exhausted from being so mad. I'll be honest. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> that's all I got. I'm ready to. That's it. Yeah, I'll be back Sunday. Hopefully, on a higher note. Somehow lift it up. Can't bounce back, but yeah. Hey, <sighs> thank you, seniors. Appreciate you guys. Yeah, thank you. It's been a fun year. I've I've thoroughly enjoyed it. Thank you all. Uh, there's been some a lot of letdowns, but it's been very fun. It has. So yeah, yeah. Thank hey, you. Hey, we, we make it fun. It's entertaining. It's way more entertaining <laughs> at the very least when you're scoring points. So yeah, at the very least, entertaining. Guys, that's all we got. Thanks for listening. We're bringing the boat in. Depressed, and we out. <laughs> Yeah.